Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. The following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com oh welcome to hour two radio law talk man we had to poor cal had to get up and stand up it was really rough on him to uh Bring me in to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. It is the 15th of May, 2021. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. So if you're expecting a lot out of this show, you might as well just just don't. Just don't. Just expect some humor, fun, entertainment, and you might learn just a little bit. Remember, the most important thing is uh, that we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. Do not... Think we're giving you legal advice. The only time you're allowed to use us as authority, and I want you to use us as this authority all the time, is around the dinner table when the in-laws come around. You know, when they say, they say, you just have to stop and say, well, Radio Law Talk. And if you don't know anything about Radio Law Talk, go to www.radiolawtalk.com, click on the podcast. Uh, section and then just just search. You can do a search of any topic, and you'll say, "Wait a minute, we're talking about green beans." Let me find out what Radio Law Talk says about it. I want that. I, that that is going to be. I want the new Radio Law Talk T-shirt. Radio Law Talk. The lower your expectations are, the better we sound. <laughs> well, All that, right. That's what All the guy right. who's getting this affiliate. One of the guys getting this affiliates put out. <laughs> he put out a thing that said, "Radio Law Talk. It's not as boring as it sounds." And, and I. And I and that's I, exactly right, Cal. Yeah, and that would be a, that would be a great T-shirt. Radio Law Talk. It's not as boring as it sounds. Or. The Thanksgiving Information Authority. (laughs) (laughs) Or in-laws. Do that with the in-laws instead of Thanksgiving. The In-Law Information Authority at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, but that's we're going to have to get a shirt that says that. We've got to give some shirts away, don't we? We, It probably wouldn't hurt to start giving some shirts away. Yeah, we could do that. Probably give a shirt away to that guy that appeared nude on the Zoom call in court. Oh, we could. Give him a, you know, this this clothed defendant brought to you by Radio Law Talk. Now, this is not a bad thought. Todd's on to something. Can we give these away at the courthouses when the defendants come in with the meth teeth and all the pockmarked face and all that? I would, we, we just give it to the courtesy of Radio Law Talk. Well, no, what we're going to do is as you this hour we're going to talk about a couple federal judges uh, that have been tossed off cases for stuff they've said. I'm going to give these judges Radio Law Talk I like uh, shirts. We can ship it to them and say, yeah. 
you know, here's your just wear your Radio Law Talk shirt even on the bench. If we're going to hand out T-shirts and shirts at the uh, at the courthouse, then the slogan needs to be something like. I got four years probation, but at least I got a T-shirt from Radio Law Talk. This is an opportunity here. Maybe that's what the court should give out, a Radio Law Talk T-shirt. Okay, you've been sentenced to 30 years in prison and a Radio Law Talk T-shirt. Oh, thank you. Or hear my story on Radio Law Talk. <laughs> <laughs> and no one divorces Radio Law Talk. Uh, oh, even better. That's, oh, that's good a better one. A if you're one. injured in an accident, come to Radio Law Talk. Maybe I can say that. Or how do we do a criminal one? Uh, I don't know. Um, Accused? I plead radiolawtalk.com. Nah. Radio Law Talk, reasonable <laughs> doubt for a reasonable fee. Or, no, I think I Todd know. had the best one. What was the first one about uh, your expectations? We gotta, uh, yeah, let's the, write that down. Radio Law Talk, the lower your expectations are, the better we sound. <laughs> and I really love the, it's not as boring as you think. Yes, Radio Law Talk. <laughs> now, it's what, not as boring as you think. That's what Cal <laughs> is actually sounds. thinking is that's an affiliate that put us on and flat out went, man, this is a great show. We, I thought it was going to be boring. But it, it, Radio Law Talk does sound boring. But you know what? It's We've got to figure, I guess we can't change our name. The but title does sound like, you know, like like. Brahms etude in four, <laughs> you know, in G know. or whatever. It's yes. kind of boring. You know, Listen but. to Grandma talk about Red Riding Hood in her <laughs> rocking chair, right? Yes, yes. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Uh, remember, though, this isn't exciting, entertaining, but it's just it really... It's just every once in a while informative, and that's what's important for you guys to remember. So we're going to do a case or no case. We're going to talk about uh, vaccine controversial case, card controversial case. Uh, we've got uh, uh, ba- uh, Boy Scout bankruptcy. We're going to get into federal uh, judges telling uh, some lawyers some interesting things. You've got to hear this, and this judge, and we're not, you know, we're not saying hey, this is facts of some stuff that this judge has said that are very interesting. Um, yeah, they're on the record. Yeah, they're on the record. Then we're going to talk about uh, uh, Chris Cornell's family uh, settles a lawsuit. That is an actor, correct? Chris no, Cornell. he's no, a lead, lead singer of Soundgarden. That's right. Lead or former Soundgarden. lead singer of Soundgarden. Soundgarden. That's right. So uh, we're going to discuss that. And then before we do that, we do the most important thing, which is case or no case, Cal. You can go ahead he's and uh, he's, We've got a caller. Oh, so we got a caller. Why don't caller. we set up case or no case? Okay, go ahead. Uh, case or no case is where our producer tries to fool all of us with a either made-up case, factually, or a real case. And that's kind of an odd case. Well, here's the thing. I just got a call from a listener who said, how can I get a T-shirt? I will buy it. Just tell me. Are we no, gonna, we'll send it. We're just going to send it. Guy, guy yeah, or gal? Yeah, is it a guy or gal? T-shirt, yeah. Is it a guy or gal? Hey, it is a woman. Okay, tell her we, we, we've got, we will send her I did. I'm going to get her address here in a second, okay. and I will send right. her a T-shirt. Well, this will do this. You get on and talk to her, Cal, because our, our great uh, uh, phone answer is stepped out. So Cal has to You answer the phone, and we're going to go in and talk about this vaccine thing. And then we'll do a case or, or a case, Cal. Do you want to do that? Uh, that's fine, because, yeah, yeah. I could give you – I'm going to give you – First, trivia. I want you to think about this while you're doing this other okay. thing. Okay. How? What's the percentage rate failure for first marriages, second marriages, and third marriages? They're not the same. All right. Failure rate for first. I know the third, third. is nothing because they're like eighty by that time, and they, they don't. <laughs> they all die. Too old. <laughs> all right, Cal. We're going to jump into the California yeah, man uh, that's being arrested. Uh, okay. Now, look, here's the deal. Here's the, why are we talking about this? This is the controversy, ladies and gentlemen. 
are they going to allow us to carry around a vaccine card? And is it constitutional? And is it ethical or and uh, or a violation of HIPAA rules and or the ADA or a constitutional issue that you have to show your medical history with this vaccine card around town, right? That's the question that is, I think, the million-dollar question that we're going to determine. This will go to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. And, and to determine whether or not, if I want to go into, let's say, a sports arena, and they say, you have to have a vaccine card, I said, that's my private medical information I'm showing you. Uh, whether I've been vaccinated or not, and how. And what about the people that haven't been vaccinated but had the coronavirus? I know a lot of people have had the coronavirus. I've noticed that I'm not getting vaccinated because I've already had the virus and I'm I'm great now. You know, so um, I just don't know what, how this is going to shake out. But the first person has been arrested that we know of out of California for giving out fake vaccine cards <laughs> uh, to people. When I, by the way, I don't know why. Um, I don't know of anyone at this point that is requiring you to have a vaccine card other than other countries when you come into them. I, I know of some. There's some sporting arenas. Like, for example, we live in the market for the San Francisco Giants. Right. And down at Oracle Park, at the Giants, um, they have seating designated the uh, vaccinated seating versus non-vaccinated season oh. seating when they first opened up. Um, you had to show proof of either a negative COVID test or a vaccination card in order to be able to get in. And that was based upon the regulations of San Francisco County. So they're so, segregating right so, now. So, yeah. And so there, there are some that are requiring that in order to uh, in order to get in. But and the question is, is that co- even constitutional? Right. Right. And it, it does imply your privacy rights. I, I get that. But it right. even goes f- further because it could imply religious beliefs. It could be political affiliations. Stop right there. Religious. Be, yeah. You're right. Because so some religions things. don't believe in that. And that's don't right. believe in. And right now there are some religions that that's that, that has been fought before. There have been issues with that, Denise. But what if your religion says you don't want to be vaccinated and you can't get into any events, you know? And I think this is going to come to a head. I think I know a lot of states and businesses and venues are are careful of that. But we're going to come back, finish. uh, We'll do a case or no case and finish up on this uh, COVID-19 vaccine card. We'll be back. Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations all across the United States. Now this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 
That's 800-711-9218. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-451-1124. 800-451-1124. That's 800-451-1124. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I like the Amadrosa Valley. I mean at this time. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So we're just going to finish up on this COVID-19 vaccine card issue uh, where a bar owner in California had uh, been under the undercover ABC alcohol beverage control found him giving away basically these vaccination cards, laminated and everything, uh, for like 20 bucks. But here's my issue. Here, here's the thing. So, um, first of all, wrong. What he did was wrong. Look, that's identity theft, forging government documents because it's a CDC document, and uh, falsifying medical records. So, 
I, I can see that. I get that, and they got to. Uh, and you don't do this. That was wrong. You know, th- that's not an issue that I'm. I have with the government at all. The question, the issue that that Denise brought up was very valid, and we and there is an old case that we've discussed in the past. But here's my issue. My issue is what the DA said. The DA came out and said the following. He said, this is against the law, which is exactly right. Everything the DA said was right. He said, this individual is, uh, because he's doing this, people, they're endangering yourself and those around you. You know what? That's a little extreme to say that, uh, Mr. DA, because you're saying, and there's going to be people who are going to disagree with you, that you've endangered someone because you have not been vaccinated. You have now endangered someone and those around you. I don't know that that is absolutely true, and that statement you got to be careful of. But, and, and honestly, in order to take – we talked about the opinion, the, the case that we had came across a couple of episodes ago, and it's uh, Mass, uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts from 1905, where an individual is criminally prosecuted because he refused to get the polio vaccine. And he appealed it up to the Supreme Court and said, this is an unjust conviction of this misdemeanor for failure to get that. And the Supreme Court, 1905, said – yeah, we got no problem with the state imposing a criminal law for not getting vaccinated because the state has a vested interest in protecting and looking after the health and welfare of its citizens. And if they want to pass this law, they can do that. Now, the state, the court did include a caveat at the end saying we do envision that maybe some states and some governmental entities can go overboard. And so this is something that will have to be readdressed. But my point is, in Jacobson, they pointed out that if you contracted the polio virus – there was a 96% chance that you were going to develop polio right. and be subject to debilitating, lifelong injury, debilitation, or death as a result of it. Okay, And so I, I see how a governmental entity like the DA here is going to have to take the same approach right. to COVID-19. But citing, cite, hold, on, citing the, hold on, citing the death numbers, the, the, the argument in the court system is going to be do the statistics bear out treating COVID the same way the court looked at polio, given the likelihood of death or disability if you contracted the virus? That's going to that that's going to get back to what we talked about before, which right. is trials often come down to what experts say. Right. And here's yeah. the other point I was trying to make, and I'll make it quickly. And forgive me for interrupting. I think what Fred is saying was the DA tone deaf. To the very reason the bar was handing out these cards was it so people who said, "Listen, I'm not buying into all of this, so I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a workaround because the government's nuts. They're being overly heavy-handed. I can't go to church, but I can't go to Costco. They don't know what they're doing. So how about I just get a fake card for twenty bucks and make my way through the general public? And if I, you can prove that I get somebody sick, then you can come after me. Because if the DA had said anything other than this materially affects the health and welfare and disregards the health of other people and it's catastrophic. If he says anything other than that, then the DA cannot rely on Jacobson versus Massachusetts as a justification for requiring vaccinations. True. He has to toe that line. But this one doesn't and there's, apply there's, there. a, there's another big difference, too. Right. And, and this will also come out as experts talk about it. But COVID's airborne. COVID is something that passes from person to person. Polio, they didn't maybe know it in 1905, but eventually they knew that it was waterborne, that you got polio from being in contaminated waters. So there's a big difference, too, about who can contract COVID versus who can contract but polio. But the percentages are so yeah. The percentages of death not a little give you bit, different. Vastly different. You're 1% compared to 90, 96%. And, the, and here's the point. 
But the one, the the what the big issue here is, is is that their their identity theft forging documents. That's that's, that's the big wrong. Issue. That's wrong. You know that has nothing and to do with it. And also using people's um, you know private medical information because they were taking people's um, vaccination cards and copying them, laminating them, and altering them. Right. So they're using part that's private his um, in medical information from people. All as these well. are all allegations, by the way. Go ahead, Todd. I, I allegations. Just, I just think that you look at where we've come as a society. All right. You look at where we've come from. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, the thing that you got on the black market so you could buy your alcohol and stuff was to get a fake ID. Absolutely. That's what it was. And, and in fact, if some if somebody took their vaccination card for other things to school, those were the nerds. Oh, look at that guy. He's carrying around his vaccination cards. And now vaccination cards for different things other than school vaccination. But vaccination cards are the are the hot button, hot topic item on the black market. Wow. Where have we come? But what's going to, yeah, what is going to be the future of this? And I, I think that the, the courts are going to struggle with this given the percentages. And Denise came up with a few, you know, some, some good arguments there too is about, you know, what, what the cause is. But for the DA to come out and say that quote endangers yourself and those around you. So DA, if you're not vaccinated yet, you have had the COVID. Are you endangering people by walking around? I think they call I, that friend a barking dog. Yeah, I don't know, and I'm not. I think that obviously this person needed to be prosecuted as, and again, the person's innocent until proven guilty. If you are have identity, if you're doing identity theft, forging governments, falsifying medical records, that is a crime, and they need to do that. But if it comes down to what what's the issue about vaccinations and whether or not you need a card from here on out to go to events or show up to maybe a government um, place, uh, the Supreme Court's going to probably be hearing that case. Yeah, I, I would. I would also remind everyone that a DA is an elected position. And I think that the DA could very well be tailoring his statements to the general st- sentiment of his constituents. Good one. And that if he was in a very conservative county where they thought it was a bunch of bunk, you probably wouldn't have seen it. He's 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 uh, he's couching his words for votes. Good point. Ah, possibly. At least. Yeah. Well, Radio Law Talk, we talk about everything. But we are going to get to case or no case uh, when we uh, come back from the bottom of the hour. Uh, hang on. We appreciate you following us. Uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you have any questions. We'll be back right after this. Jacqueline, your T-shirt is on the way. Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk, and we thank you for listening. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe, and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking Heart Drops that have greatly improved their lives. 
Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-1229. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Is this real life? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. So, Mr. Hunter, you're getting, uh, you, you've got a, a case or no case that you're having the queue ready for us. Isn't that right? I, I think that's the plan. I, let me make sure that everything is set up here because, you know, after all of that, Yakking, we guys did. We all well, did. you know, look, look, we're we're a yakking group. Okay, so here's my question. Yes, yes. Let's start with this question number one. Uh, besides, before the case, which is an interesting case, before the case, percentage of first marriages that dissolve in disor- divorce year number one. The percentage. And these are going to be for extra points, correct? Not, right, not first year marriage, first marriages. First that time dissolve, marriage. Correct, first yes. marriage. Right, second and third. So I'd like to know the percent of first, second, and third marriages that end in divorce. And if you get within five points, you'll get an extra point on case or no case. Okay? All right. This is extra. I know law students love extra credit. Okay. (laughs) So, Fred, what is the percentage of first marriages that end in divorce statistically in the United States? Oh, wait, Fred, let me make sure I got you turned on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. That's fine. So I know it's in the, okay, I'm going to say 51%. For okay. first time. First time. 51. Oh, is this like the price is right where if I guess uh, and but I guess <laughs> lower, so, yes. so I go 52%, that's the total jerk move and. Yeah, you can't. Okay, okay, all right. Just check. That's cheap, (laughs) but good. (laughs) One dollar, one dollar. I know they do that. I love the one that I. The other day I was watching it. I hate to say it, I did watch it the other day, and it was like, uh, (laughs) it was like eight hundred, seven fifty, nine hundred, six hundred, or whatever. And then the other guy comes in and goes, seventeen hundred and (laughs) fifty. It's like. Why not like nine hundred and fifty or nine? Because like the highest person was like eight or nine hundred, and he goes to seventeen fifty. The host looks at him like, "Do you know how? To, you know how this game works?" <laughs> are you? Uh... Anyway, sorry to. Okay, so are you gonna have us um, answer these questions before the case or no case or nope. after? Nope. 
I'm Let's gonna, do I, it. I, I, want the, I want the divorces. Okay. Right. We'll start right. with the first year. Todd, first year. So, uh, first Fred marriage. With, Fred went with 51. 51. I'm going to say first year marriage, divorce rate. I'm going to go 50. No, you know, I'm going to go 47%. Okay, and I apologize. Not first year marriage, yeah, but for, uh, first, first, first marriage. First time marriage. Yes. And Denise, what's your uh, 47% what's your for me, yeah. first time marriage. I think Fred's right, but I'm going to go with 50% for strategic reasons. Okay, okay. so I'm, I'm writing this down 40, 51, 47, 50. Okay, now second marriages? Second marriages. Fred. I'm going to say 60%. You know what? There's no point in any of you going any farther. Fred gets the extra point on second year. It is exact a second marriage. It is exactly 60%. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, yeah, that's uh, why, not why, fair. why can't because you wouldn't say 60. You guys would say something else. You couldn't say you wouldn't do that. Well, but you said we could be within 5 points. Well, no. but let's go to the third. Let's okay, the third. And I'm going to start okay, with on. you, Todd. What about the third marriage? The third marriage, the percentage. There is no percentage. If you get married a third time, there's just a dummy award they give you. And, uh, and you know, let me adjust my dummy sign. You know, look, look, it didn't ha- it didn't work the first two times. What were you thinking? Now, okay, so I'm going to say third year marriage or third time marriages. Uh, you know what? Well, I, I live dangerously. Not dangerous enough to get married again. But uh, I'm going to stick with 47%. Okay. Denise, what say you? 51%. Fred, third marriage. Uh, 62%. The latest statistics released by a, a lawyer group of divorce attorneys that tracks this stuff, I can't remember what it is, is this. First marriages, 41%. Todd! That's six yep. yeah. Second marriages, 60, as we told you. Yes, I know. And third marriages, 73%. Yes. I was close to oh 62. Oh, So I get two points, gross. right, Cal? What, what's the points? That's only good for divorce attorneys. Well, <laughs> it is what they do, right? Oh, my gosh. And so That's I was terrible. fascinated by the numbers because I, we all, t- it, uh, all used to, everybody used to today, when I was a kid, get, don't get married. 50% of people break up. You know, well, it's forty. It's only forty-one. First off, forty-one, and 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 depends on the county. And and secondly, if it's your third marriage, you've got an over seven chance chance out of ten. Seven out of ten chance. <laughs> it's a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so, beat the odds. You did. Yes. Your second marriage, and you're you're doing great. Yes. You got a great husband. He's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. he is. He really is a cool and dude. My he wife is. and I beat the other first marriage, 50. But anyway, let's uh, yeah, move on from I'm that. I'm still I'm married my first marriage. I'm marriage. just bragging because uh-huh. I do. Okay, yeah, let's do, do a case wife. or no case. Airplane, I'd marry her. Airplane. Yeah, that's, no, she's, no, uh, she, you, you married up. That's for sure, Cal. <laughs> oh, tell me about that, please. Airline pilots. Okay, airline pilots. That have particularly about. high divorce rates. As a pilot, oh, they do. David liked everything orderly and organized. And as a mom, Tanya, his wife, did too, but her timing was awful. Every time David come home from, you know, from out flying for a week or so, it seemed that the house was a mess. The things he asked her to get done, like on the to-do list, not done. You know, change the oil for me, honey. You know, that kind of, get it changed, that kind of stuff. Never done. And David started getting frustrated. So into his life came Elena. A a sultry, frequent flyer from Brazil Brazil. who was drop-dead gorgeous and flawlessly organized. All the things David wanted. Mm -hmm. Tanya thought that David saw Elania too much. And so she decided to go after half of his 401k and his sizable salary. How? By calling cheaters and saying, will you come and put a camera on my husband? Because I believe he's cheating on me. And they did. And so they broadcast this show, 
And David went apoplectic. He said, come on, you can't do this. You cost me my salary. You planted cameras in my workplace, including a cockpit of one of my airplanes. What? You can't do that. What? That's violating my privacy. So I ask you, case. How did they? Or no case. How did they put it in the cockpit? But they do it all the time. It's, it's interesting. How do they put How do they? They, they just broke in. There's always a cockpit uh, camera. It's in there just as a matter of course. They have to just get it. Yeah. Oh, they they have just to have it. to be able to break into that camera and hack it. pull out. Yeah, hack it. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, who goes first on this one? I think you. it's Fred. It's me. No, it's you. That's yeah, you, Fred. You're the Okay, man. well, um, this is an absolutely great thing, and I guarantee you probably did see this on Cheaters, and uh, I think Donna was watching it and said, hey, <laughs> no, Cal, look she at hates this. It. She hates this show. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Um, and this is absolutely not a case, but it's a true scenario um, but uh, there, there's there's a lot of uh, professions that do have high divorce rate. I like to see lawyers are one, um, police officers are another, mm-hmm. um, pilots are. Um, but but it comes down to uh, I, I think this is a scenario, but not a case. All right, I think that's a fair answer, Mr. Cunin. What say you in the in the case of the pilot and his Brazilian fling, who of whom everyone saw too much? <laughs> well, you know, look. If there was evidence of the pilot's infidelity with his Brazilian fling, and that evidence came by virtue of the cockpit camera, he's got problems far beyond (laughs) just the divorce, as in letting unauthorized people into that location who, you know, that that's what cost him his career if that happened. And I got to agree with Fred. I think that this is a true scenario, but I don't think it resulted in a case. Hmm. Denise Dirks, what say you? The queen of divorce attorneys in Northern California. What say you? I think this is a bait and switch. I think that you're trying to make us think that it's a divorce case when, in fact, it's a case where the pilot sues the cheaters and that television show. So it's a different type of a case than what we're thinking. Like it's not a divorce case. And if it was, the wife's going to get a divorce. And, you know, and if we're in a state where you can show uh, fault, then she's probably going to win most of the their, you know, their assets. Well, in my setup, I said the pilot went to a lawyer and said, I want to sue cheaters. They cost me everything. See, I got it. Okay, so that must be what gave me a clue that it was against cheaters. <laughs> Could be. So what so say you? So I am going to just go out, and I'm going to say that this, that he did go to see about suing cheaters, and that uh, that cheaters, that he sued cheaters, and he got a, a judgment against cheaters because cheaters did, in fact, interfere with his employment. And also um, where he had expectation of privacy in other areas and they had caught him in private scenarios that he wins. Well, Todd, that's why it's you and I. It's like, who goes here and Denise is more intelligent than us? I I would never want to be a lawyer representing cheaters because (laughs) if I learned anything growing up, cheaters never win. And never prosper. And they never prosper. Uh, So, you know, you're doomed from the And cheaters are always cheaters. That's right. Well, let's come back uh, after the break and we will find out whether or not Denise is correct or Todd and I concerning the cheaters and the pilot and the lady from Brazil. You got to admit, it's an interesting thought, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> what are you two guys doing in the in the cockpit? We're no, s- we're samba. <laughs> we're doing the samba. 
Yeah. Oh. The pilot has turned off the fasten your seatbelt sign. Please return the Brazilian to her upright position. Oh, stop! Take us out before it gets worse. All right, that's enough. We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk in just a bit. Don't go away. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Since 1960, Iceberg Drive-In has been a family favorite for not only our famous thick shakes with unlimited delicious flavor combinations, but also our hand-breaded onion rings, delicious fries, and signature fry sauce. The Iceberg Shake Shop is perfect for high-traffic locations such as busy strip malls, recreational amusement centers, or near theaters. We are seeking qualified franchisees in the western United States. You'll have access to not only the popular Iceberg Drive-In name, but also our procedures, buying power, and operations. Plus, receive support dedicated to your success. For more information, email franchise at icebergdrivein.com or visit our website at icebergdrivein.com. Jason Rossback here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road, quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. 
an actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is no fun. Just true. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Do people, uh, like, think that uh, pilots are handsome in their uh, uniform and the women uh, pilots are handsome and uh, beautiful in their uniforms, too? Is that kind of a thing? I don't know. I mean, you know, like, some people like police officers in uniform, both females and males, or... In the news business, rookie female reporters used to be referred to as uniform chasers. I'm telling you, they love men. That's the old days. And rookie male reporters, likewise, because they love men and women in uniform. It's just a natural thing. A uniform. Maybe, Todd, you should wear a uniform. Uh, Yeah, nobody's going to buy that. I salute you. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Back in the day, uh, like when air travel was still glamorous and only the rich did it and all that. Yeah. If if you ever watch the movie Catch Me If You Can, which is based on a true story, the Frank Abagnale story. Yeah. And he uh, and played by Leo DiCaprio, and he, he impersonated a pilot. Oh, I remember and, that. Um, there were no, I mean, this this is something that took place in the 60s and the 70s. There were no shortage of girls that were following him around because he was a pilot. It was just this glamorous position. Right. Well, Not because now, he was handsome. Well, now, well, now with the, uh, with, look, you, you can get a $70 flight each way. My, my guess is, no, I'm going to go out on a limb. My guess is that the, South, that the Southwest Airlines pilots aren't attracting the same <laughs> but, uh, but number mean, of groupies. In, in, as in the, the Fly uh, the Friendly Skies yeah. days, oh, now in the days of a $36 flight to Idaho Falls, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the guys it's, flying it's, the big and gals flying the big jumbo jets to Europe, and that's the glamour. And, and yeah. 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 I don't know, but you know what? How would you like to be, uh, again, pilots hope maybe are listening. What I would hate as a pilot, and I've talked to a couple pilots that love, like one uh, flies for UPS, they love it because they don't have to go through the old the airports. They don't have to deal with people. You know, they still do, even though they're up front. Um, and, and you know who I really look up to? I look up to the the stewardesses and stewards. Of, Me too. Of the airline uh, airlines, because not only do they have to deal with people that are just just some obnoxious. people are so obnoxious, yeah. but now they got to deal. Now they're a mask um, Nazi. They have to do that too. I think it's and much. They're it's, a glorified it, waitress. It's much easier. Yeah. It's much easier to be a flight attendant for UPS and FedEx than it is for uh, just slightly, <laughs> just slightly. But I do. I, I commend them because that that is a lot of work, and they have to put up with a lot of just just uh, sir, ma'am. Um, I'd like another peanut, please. And uh, let's see. But you didn't give me enough. Can I, I need more of this? I'm like. Well, Should one I guy okay. one guy punched out a stewardess because she didn't pick up the garbage in a manner that he thought was appropriate. I mean, it's yeah. it's just sad right now, yeah. and it's just because people have lost all sense of decorum. Many people have lost yes. all sense of decorum. Yeah. All right, let's talk about like a pilot case. Like a pilot yeah. who looks around and sees a woman and says, "I know I have an esposa, but 
Elena, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. So anyway, those who think that this was a case, may I see your a oh, case? N- nobody did. No, 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 no. Oh, Denise, Denise thought did. it was a case. Hmm. So you thought it was a case, Denise? Is that correct? Yes. I'm so sorry. Ah, oh, so Todd, you and I, man, <laughs> nailed it. But you got, you did get some points on the uh, divorce percentages, did you not, Denise? Nope. No. Nope. Only Fred. So I've got four. So you got to give me two on the divorce, two in the divorce. And two on the case or no case. I get four points to these. Now, next hour, Fred, I'm going to need a little extra time because All I have right. a fascinating case or no case. Okay, I'm going to give you a lot of time That deals with a hour. divorce and a life insurance policy outside of the marriage where the family says, hey, that's our money. We need the money to bury her. You can't keep it. So it's an interesting case or no case coming up next hour. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, Denise, I'm sorry you didn't get any points, but that is... Yes! Case or no case. So Fred pulls into the lead. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You know know what I think is interesting, Cal? It just occurred to me. What's that? Well, you use the Spanish term for spouse. Esposa. And it is very similar to the Spanish word for handcuffs, which is esposas. Is that really? right? Yes. Uh, so it, it, and it's very fitting from my standpoint. My so, wife sitting behind me said, <laughs> you wish. that's right. <laughs> she, yeah. she just said that. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, I get it. I get it. That, Speaking and, of. And that explains the 70%. So. <laughs> there is a federal judge that is in Houston, Texas, that has for a number of times been in trouble for saying things that were not quite, I'm going to say, uh, I'm not going to say they were bad. They were just, he's very direct, and uh, Todd's like rolling his eyes. But uh, in a normal sense, you know, but as a judge, you got to be careful what you say. And this judge basically is, is, is in a hearing, and this hearing is concerning an uh, alleged uh, individual that's 26-year-old, a former ISIS supporter, and uh, pled guilty to providing uh, material support to a terrorist organization uh, in December 2017, right? This is coming from the ABA Journal again, by the way. Uh, So he gets 18 months in prison, and uh, the government also, the government was uh, uh, seeking for a 15-year sentence because apparently, which I don't know, which you might know, Todd, you can apply some sort of terrorist um, option to it, and then they can get a, a longer sentence than the 18 months. Okay? Yeah, what, what, it, the sentencing range was quite broad based upon what he was convicted of, based upon his guilty plea, and the government wanted 15 years, and this judge gave him 18 months. 18 months. Yeah, that's a big difference. That's and, a huge difference. Uh, yeah, that's right. And th- they gave him 18 months, so the government appealed the ruling, appealed the sentence, which is you don't often have the government appeal a sentence for a defendant, but the government felt that because of the comments of this judge, and what were the derogatory comments uh, that he blue, made? About- Blue-suited thugs, and and this is what kind of offensive too, but it, but it's retarded. He said that they're retarded, and then he he <laughs> said he took that back and said. People who are retarded may have a justification, but, the, but basically the government doesn't. Yeah. And that's what he said uh, about these individuals. And he also called them, uh, indicated that he, indicating that the government attorneys from Washington are lazy, useless, unintelligent, or arrogant. So, so the government's – essentially the government's position is this. Look, a 15-year sentence was appropriate, but the judge gave him an 18-month sentence – 
not because it was appropriate. Gave him an 18 month sentence because he's sticking it to us as the government lawyers. That's kind of the right. seems like the gist of their argument. So they appeal to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit says, um, yeah, we, we think that the judge didn't consider what the judge was supposed to consider when handing down a sentence. So they send it back to him. And the judge goes in and says, all right, I'm going to consider all of this stuff that the Fifth Circuit said I was supposed to consider. And I'm still giving him 18 months. Nice. So they appealed it again to the Fifth Circuit. And finally, the Fifth Circuit said, all right, going to be remanded for sentencing again. But you, judge, and I'm using my pointer finger here, you ain't going to sentence this guy. You're off the case. And so now it has to go before a new judge for sentencing. For sentencing. Man, this judge has been booted from other cases before because of inappropriate comments. By the same Fifth Circuit. Yes, the Fifth Circuit still reviews them. But there's, there's another part of this, and I don't want to sound like I'm ageist. But he's 70 years old, this judge is, and he doesn't have a filter, it feels like, because he not just said little comments. He, he said, I could write a book with nothing but government abuse. Right. You know, he, he says ordinary routine stuff uh, does not get done because we're all spending our resources on people like U.S. attorney and the one at the time, which was a very politicized statement for him. Right. So he's kind of stepping outside the role of being um, an unbiased judicial officer and is actually starting to say things that appear to show his bias. And I think once a judge gets into that role where they don't filter themselves and they're not checking their bias every day and trying to keep their bias in check, I do think it might be time for them to retire. Yeah, he could be. He could. And uh, federal judges, they, they're they for life. They're That's right. for life. That was what I was going to say. Is like in many jurisdictions, you have your – in many jurisdictions, you have your superior court judges. They call them superior court judges. We're, he, we're here. Others are district court judges. But in most cases, some exceptions, but generally speaking, those are elected positions. And the judges come up for re-election on a four- or six-year cycle whenever it's up. And so a judge can be taken out of office by the vote of the people. But for federal appointments, there's only three ways you can, not, you can step down or no longer be a federal judge. You can retire, you can die, or you can be impeached. Right, and, right, right. You know, it, it sounds like I wouldn't be surprised if the actions of the Fifth Circuit might be somewhat right. aimed at laying the groundwork for you either retire or you could be impeached. Right. So we got about 30 seconds left uh, at the end. Thanks for joining us for hour two. We want to come back to hour three. I want to f- continue talking about this because there's about seven things that he said that I want to kind of go over that are very interesting. I'm Frederick Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk. Keep your seatbelts on. We are ready for hour number three. And join us at radiolawtalk.com if they turn us off. We'll see you. And no extra charge for the audio sampler right there at the end of the show. Stay tuned. The third hour is coming up, as Fred told you, right here, wherever you are. If the radio station doesn't play it, let them know. You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. to be an American. Just what are our American values? Working hard to succeed. Loving God, country, and family. Being honest, strong, and compassionate. Supporting our Constitution and recognizing that we are blessed to be living in America, the greatest country in the world. 
Our Bill of Rights protects us, our freedoms of worship, speech, and privacy, our right to own firearms, our right to trial by jury, our right to be free, to live our own lives without some bureaucrat telling us what to do. Most countries don't have these rights. Want to know more? It's all there in the book. Get your own free book, the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Then read it again, and this time, share it with your friends. Our great Constitution is the basis of all of our freedoms, our inalienable rights. Get your own copy at FreeUSBook.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. 